The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your new or existing home is one of your most important assets, yet too many people rely on sites, shows, and tips from people who are not in the real estate business when making important decisions. It's time to get real and trust a professional. This is Real Real Estate Today with host Deb Tomorrow. In this series, you'll learn about making smart decisions when it comes to buying a home, selling a home, or even staying in the home you're in. Now, here is your host, Realtor Deb Tomorrow. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another riveting episode of Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow, and I am, as always, joined by the ever-lovely Karen Rastel. Uh, uh, what do I call you? I think you call me the best damn lender in the there state we of go. Indiana. There we go. What do you call me? Well... Award-winning, right? Award-winning, yes. It took me a second. I was <laughs> thinking, wait a minute, what do and then I call people always see, And then people always say, hey, what awards have you won? I'm like, I don't really, I don't know. Just tell them a, a crap ton. Because you have. Ton. Yes. Well, Rachel, who is also joining us, my associate producer, face of an angel, mouth of a sailor. So we can't put her on mic, but she was asking me last week. She was doing some promotion work for me, and she said, I didn't call you award-winning. Is that Okay. I said, of course. And then I said, but in fact, the one award that I am proud of is the fact that I won the Judge's Choice Award with a local, she didn't know this, sorry, do you, you know this? No, I'm. Uh, for a local fundraising competition, this was five years ago, we did, we do a, locally there is a version of Dancing with the Stars called Dancing with the Celebrities. Okay. And I was one of the celebrities that year. I remember that. And we put on three dances. And there were six of us that we competed against. And we raised money. So it was people voted with dollars and whoever raised the most money. I didn't raise the most money. However, more important to me, I, I, I did raise about $12,000 for Girls, Inc. of Monroe County, which was awesome. But I did win the Judge's Choice Award for the best answer. Awesome. Which was pretty awesome. It was probably one of the proudest moments in my life because I was uh, up against, we were partnered with quote-unquote professional dancers, but uh, my main competition was the studio owner <laughs> of Arthur Murray yes. Dance Studio, yes. who was paired with uh, this guy named Lyle. He owns Scholar Inn, Scholar's okay. Inn here in town, uh, and he has performed off-Broadway. That's, that's tough So that was my competition, and they had a prop of a real-life motorcycle on stage oh for one gosh. of their dances. All I had was my booty. Mm. That was the biggest prop I had. Well, good for you but for I getting up on and stage. I in front of all of Bloomington to see. There was a lot of tequila involved in that night and making that happen. Oh, nice segue. Where are we? Where? When you said tequila. Oh, Oh, should we go to that? Possibly. Okay. Okay. Well, I was going to ask you how your Father's Day weekend was. I'm all over the board here today. It was quiet. It was quiet. Yeah. I kept saying all day long. I kept saying, Tony, what's on the agenda today? Thinking like, go do something. 
And no, we we lounged around in our pajamas like all day long. That sounds divine. It was. And then it was like, I think let's go out to eat is what he said. Yeah. So then we had to, I had to hurry up and shower and get ready. I can't just, you know, go out looking right. like No, like, like you this. do right now. Yes. Uh, well, I had a funny story I was going to tell because I called my dad. My dad lives in Houston, Texas. And he called me and he said, did you hear my news? He's very excited. I was like, what's that? And he said, well. Uh, I got a call the other day that the president of our local homeowner association was stepping down and that they were naming me the new president. That is fantastic. So he's award winning. <laughs> he's award winning, right? So he's very, I think, excited. You know, I was like, you'll be excited until all the annoying phone calls start coming. But this is a pretty big deal because there are 1,480 homes in his homeowner association. Wow. It's not a condo, they're houses. Right. But there's an association in Houston, Texas called Briar Grove Park. They have a pool and tennis courts and all kinds of stuff. Still, though, that is 1,480. That's a lot of homes for my dad to be in charge of. People of Briar Grove Park, be scared. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's very excited. He's very motivated. So I'm very happy for him. And uh, my, my exciting note was I think Mary Lou Retton still lives in his neighborhood. See? Oh. I had made some show notes, and everybody was like, what are you going to talk about Mary Lou Retton for? Was that 1984, American Sweetheart Gymnast? That or 1980, but yes, it was No, it wasn't the- 80, because 80 was in Moscow. We didn't go. Okay. Do you remember that? But yeah, I remember yeah. her. I remember her uniform, though. Olympics. The red, yeah, the red, 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 red. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Anyways, so that was pretty exciting. So congratulations, Dad, and, and it makes me, I thought, well, gosh, next time he visits, I'll have to have him on as a guest, and we can talk about homeowner associations for homes as opposed to condos and uh, all the, the quirks and the ins and outs and all that stuff. So it's, it's kind of interesting. He can be an expert. Um, and the other thing I had was... The Fixer Upper drinking game. Did you see that on face my Facebook page? I did see that. Um, okay, did you play it this weekend? I didn't Tony? play it, but my husband goes, hey, he goes, um, I didn't open up the link. He goes, but we watch that all the time. Maybe there's something there. And I'm thinking we need to have a slumber party and play. And so I, br- I brought the highlights, but it's funny because I printed off the copy at home and I forgot I'm real cheap so I usually print in black and white and I forgot to hit the black and white button so it prints in color this full page website page color and the first picture is like half the page is a picture (laughs) of Chip's belly I see that I'm like Ah. that's kind of obnoxious so here's the basics of the fixer upper drinking game and we'll repost that on Facebook again uh, if you want to play along there's uh, take a sip and take a drink so some of the highlights won't read you all the rules but take a sip take a half a sip every time someone says ship lap because that's a lot uh, take a sip every time you see Chip's damn belly button. Does he show his belly off a lot? I, you know, I don't, I can't recall an Does episode, it? but yeah. apparently he must. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it. Okay. Um, this is my favorite one. Take a sip every time Joanna is a flawless human being. Just kidding, you would die. Yes. Take a sip when they make a call saying they need to go over budget. I think you should take a uh, sip every time Chip says all in. All in. God, that one drives me crazy for some reason. I don't stick fingernails on the chalkboard. I started saying that the other day to someone. Um, I said, so you're all in no, prices. Let's not, <laughs> let's, let's not go there. Uh, take two sips if you see all four of their children. And take two sips if Joanna works late and Chip brings over the kids as a pick-me-up. That's like always. Yeah, pretty much, right? So yes. those are the sips. And then you take a drink. Uh, take a drink every time Joanna wants to knock down a wall. Uh, finish your drink if they go antique shopping and Chip buys something he shouldn't. Those are my favorite. Yeah, he yeah. always comes back with, look at this toy train or whatever. He had that like suit of armor that one time. I did not see that one. Uh, I, I really am up to about three episodes that I've seen. So I'm trying to get on board and fake it. But, you know, 
I'm a fan. To, I'm you not need a super to do fan. that. What was that called? The binge watching? I need yeah, binge watch it. I need to get that, that Netflix or something, right? Uh, refill your glass if you guessed wrong about which extra feature the home buyer would choose. <sighs> I would lose every time. I really? Do. Yes. Because mm. I know what I would want. Right. And no one ever wants what I would want. Interesting. Uh, finish your drink when you realize that you might never have shiplap of your own, but still love the F out of this show. So there you go. Uh, we'll set a time. Maybe we can have a virtual drink, uh, <laughs> drinking game with uh, that. There was also some really sad news that came out of Waco, Texas uh, in the Fixer Upper show. I don't know if you saw it. I don't really want to talk about it because it's really sad. But someone came onto Chip and Joanna's farm and shot a couple of their goats. No, Who would I do that. I don't know. Why? Did they take the goats after I they shot? I don't think so. Okay. No. They just... Aww. I don't know what's wrong with people. I know. It makes me sad. So we're going to be kinder and gentler today. And we're going to do a little reminiscing about the good old days of real estate. Okay. So that, that was my segue. Was that good? That was fantastic. 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 So how on earth did people buy homes before we had the internet? I have no clue. No idea. Right? No idea. Mm-hmm. Unless you're... For, first home but did you when you bought do you remember buying your first home yeah that was before the house you had now right you had Correct. one before that mm-hmm. but did you use the internet no was it was that? a um that was back in 2000 uh-huh. or two or 1998 i mean it was it was in the late 90s maybe 2000 but it was when you were fam- 12 yes a family mm-hmm. member actually lived there oh, okay so it and wasn't so, a regular normal no, process we did it the way I would say don't ever do it but yeah we had no realtors involved right. and things like that but I remember my first house so it was 1997 I was five um and yeah if you believe that um and I remember that the, yeah it was before really internet and um we went to the realtor's office and they had designated computers. So we went into a special room with a computer with, I swear it was probably a green screen or something. And he put in search criteria and it was like, like all these little numbers and stuff pops up on the screen. And then we kind of went through that and we tried to nail down a list for us to drive by. And I think we did drive-bys, except some of the houses I could just never find. Like I had a map, I had a GPS, I had a map. <laughs> And I didn't know the area very well. And so I, I remember this one to this day. I still like, I don't know where that street is. I've never been able to find it. Um, and then uh, and then we kind of scheduled showings from there. Um, That's hilarious. The the one computer doing all the yeah. that reminds me of grade school when there was one computer in the right. whole school. And uh, you got to take turns yeah. on doing the Oregon Trail. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, Oregon or, Trail. So you get dysentery. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you know. I went to college and never used a computer. I didn't either. I mean, that's how old we are. I know. You're old. That's sad. Anyways. I know. We're 29. Goodness. It's hard. Thank you. Thank you, Oil of Olay. <laughs> uh, Regenerous products. There's another plug, right? Shameless plug. Let's get Oil of Olay to sponsor the show. I tell you the story once about the judge that I had that... That's a long story. I probably shouldn't tell it. What the heck? We got four minutes till break, right? Now, I was uh, in court with a tenant of a property that I owned, and... <laughs> The judge was very confused because she thought I was the tenant's roommate. And I was like, no, no, I own the property. She's like, no, no, you're not old enough to own real estate. This was probably like six years ago. You're not old enough to own, own be a landlord. 
And so I, did she think you were under 18? And I was like, I don't, well, I have a good skincare system. <laughs> and she went, oh, okay. And then I called her ma'am instead of your honor, and she yelled at me. So if you're ever in Judge Kira's court, be sure you call her your honor and not ma'am and talk to her about your skincare system. <clears throat> okay, we should get back on real estate. I actually also am old enough that I was a realtor before there were smartphones. I can't even imagine that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, it was like I had to go out of town for, you know, the day. I had to drive up somewhere, you know. I'm away from my email. I'm not, you know, as connected. It was before texting, too. Mm-hmm. It was just the old tell. I had a razor, pink razor phone. And that's what I ran I my real estate business with. I miss those days. I miss bit, those yeah. days. I know. I know. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I, I want the that. razor to come back. But yeah, I miss the, the days back. of not having my email on my phone and... All There's done. a way that it gives me more freedom because I can go around and do whatever I want anywhere. You know, I can drive to the next town and still kind of conduct business. But on the other hand, it's that same people expect you to respond immediately because they know that it's right there. Yes. Whereas before, it's like, well, I'm out of my, away from my email for the next four hours. So, you know, I'll get back to you when I can get back to you. Anyways, so, you know, and then the, you start thinking, it's like, well, gosh, you know, what about pictures? How'd you do pictures? <laughs> I mean, you had to take pictures, then get them developed, right? And yeah. I mean, it was just a and much what, slower process. Put it process. into like a scrapbook for Something when the like people that, came right. into the office. That they so could look. the way that it worked, um, you know, magazines, the Home Finder, like in, in our market, we have these like Home Finder magazines that nobody uses anymore, but used to use. Because you go, when you were looking for a house, you go to the grocery store and you pick up all the free real estate magazines. Right. Newspapers, I, I think that uh, real estate has single-handedly um, you know, force newspapers into bankruptcy because we don't advertise with them anymore because of the internet. People would actually, when you had a new listing, you would print out listing sheets as a realtor and then you would visit all the different real estate offices in town and hand them the listing sheets and they would put them in a big binder at the front desk. And then you would check out the binder as the realtor in that office and go through it and look for houses for your client. Oh my gosh. So, oh my gosh, right. Yeah. Exactly. You have to always update. Okay. So anyways, today we're going to talk about 10, Deb's top 10 websites that you need uh, to know uh, when you're looking to buy a house uh, or to sell a house um, because, uh, you know, we've got to embrace this technology even though we're so old. Okay. But before we go to break, uh, we're going to do something. Karen doesn't know we're doing this, so she's probably going to get mad at me. But uh, for the listeners out there, I want you to multitask for me during this break. So I want you to listen to the ads. But go over to your Facebook, uh, because we're going to be doing Facebook Live during the break, so you can see what we do during the break. Oh, I just got a look of death from Karen. Uh, I did my hair. Yeah, I, I got the lipstick the, I didn't on. get the memo. You didn't get the memo? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, but I want you to leave the ads on. I, I want you to leave the Voice America on, because you, you'll want to hear the music, so you can watch us dance to the music. Um, so I might do the robot. Um, so we're going to be right back. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. 
Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. And we are back. If you tuned in over Facebook, thanks. Uh, and if you didn't, I think you can go back and watch it, right? It records it. This is a whole new Facebook thing with Facebook Live that we're uh, decided to play around with, but may not ever because Karen will probably never come back now. I would have at least fixed my hair. You look pretty. Oh, well, thanks. You always look pretty. Classic ponytail. No She's clients classic. today. Right. Kind of worked from home a She's little bit working in the hard. office. She's working hard. All right. So we are going to get at it. We are talking about the internet. We are re- reminiscing a little bit about the days of real estate before internet. Um, but let's jump right into it. So website number one. Now, some of these websites don't have exact names. So they're more uh, just because they're going to be local websites. So uh, website number one is your local MLS. This is this is where I get do my weekly bashing of Zillow. Uh, so as opposed to Zillow or Truly or some other website, there are a million real estate websites out there where you can look at homes. Um, but the local, whatever your local website is, is going to provide you probably with more accurate and more timely information because it's a direct feed. So here's how it works. When I, as a realtor, get a new listing, I go back to the office I input all of my data into a local database that our board of realtors, the group that I belong to, local group that I belong to, we service a regional area. Uh, and so we put that into our database and it goes out uh, from there to a million different websites around the world. Because my local database is trying to talk to five quadrillion different databases out there that house real estate data, not all of the data transfers or is 
Oh, just to be fancy as robust. Um, so that's why I always tell my clients, I really don't care what real estate website you search on, not Zillow. Um, whatever gives you the search engine and the search capabilities that you're comfortable, ask you the questions in terms of inputting your search criteria. But certainly, if you find a house you really like, I would definitely cross-check that back onto your local MLS. So in Bloomington, in my market, that's homefinder.org. Uh, but that is only going to have homes that are listed by realtors who belong to uh, my board of realtors, which is like Bloomington, Monroe County, Greene County, Owen County. Does that make sense? It, it does. It does. It just seems confusing to me, but that's what we do in real estate is we overcomplicate things. So there is a chance that because we're, say, 60 miles from Indianapolis, there's a chance that a realtor from Indianapolis could come down here and list a house. Uh, and they're not going to be able to put it into our local database. And so you may not see that on the local MLS. You'd have to go to their MLS, which is why it doesn't really make sense to use out-of-town realtors, even though we're licensed in the entire state of Indiana. You want to find someone who specializes in your area. Um, But if you looked at realtor.com or some of these other websites, you might see those uh, listings. But if you go to our local homefinder.org, you're going to get tax information, you're going to get uh, disclosures, you're going to get just a little bit more information than you would on any of these other websites. Yes, it'll have the HOA do the same thing. Yeah, so if your dad's out there listening, uh-huh. yeah, it would have someone in his neighborhood, it would have the HOA monthly dues, if there's additional annual dues, Um what property tax exemptions are on the property, that kind of thing. So that is always my recommendation is to really get to know your local real estate website. Now, the other thing is I was doing some research for this show is that I saw, um, you know, if you Google real estate websites, then there are all kinds of articles come up. And some of them are like giving this huge list of all these different real estate websites to look for homes. And I thought that's exhausting You don't need to look at a hundred different websites. They pretty much all have the same stuff. Right. Especially if it's Zillow, Trulia, whatever. They're all the same. They're all getting the same info. They're all the same. And you're just going to wear yourself out and be like, did I see that already? Did I not see that already? Well, you will get on some websites, you know, for sale by owner. That's going to be a different animal. And then the other one I wanted to talk about, and I don't know if you've ever had anyone ask you these questions, Karen. I get this weekly. I see a foreclosure. I saw it on the internet, but they don't give me the address. So how can I find out where that house is? I can't say someone's ever said that to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've had people go to auction sites, which are typically foreclosed bank-owned homes. Right. Yeah. So here's the trick, and here's what I tell people is that, you know, use your good friend logic. If a bank owns a home because it got foreclosed on, Do they want to own that home? No. Banks aren't in the business of wanting to own homes. So are they going to make it difficult for you to find that home in order to buy that home by hiding the address? Does that make sense? Yeah. It it doesn't make sense. It's just weird, though. So here's what it really is. Okay. Foreclosures are lawsuits, and that's public record. So these websites go and cull the public records and... They make a note of any address that is in a foreclosure proceeding, and it could be at various stages. We'll have to do a show about the foreclosure process. It's really happy and cheerful. I know Karen's like, ah. Um, but it's a confusing, it's not really that confusing of a process, but if no one ever explains it to you, then you don't really know because the main, main you know, source media out there is always talking about foreclosures, but they never really stop and explain, you know, why does it take two years in Florida kind of thing. Anyways. 
The foreclosure process can be a lengthy process. It could be that they've just filed suit. It could be that there is a judgment. I mean, it could be a number of steps along the way in the process. And um, that website, that foreclosure website is just going to pull that data. And basically it's just saying this house maybe could be for sale. Maybe it's, it's technically a foreclosure because it's in process. Doesn't mean the bank owns the house yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that it's ready for sale. So it has a lot of hoops to jump through. And that's why they're not giving you the addresses of it, of the house. Typically what they want you to do is then give them a hundred dollars. Have you, you ever seen that? No. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I had someone just last week. She said, can you find out the address? Cause they want me to pay for it. And I don't think I should have to pay for it. And I'm like, no. And again, why would a bank doesn't want to be in the business of owning homes? They want to sell that home. Right. So why would they not market it to its full extent? Put it with a realtor. Make sure it's on every website. Make sure all the information is out there. I'm not saying bank-owned homes are easy to buy. There can be a pain in the you-know-what. But they're not stupid. They're not going to be like, we're going to tell you the street. But you're going to have to just drive up and down the street and try and guess which one it is. It's the one with the orange sticker. Yeah, it probably is the one with the orange sticker in the window. Yeah, in the grass that hasn't been mowed in a while. Okay, so... That, figure out what your local MLS website is um, and definitely use that as a resource. Um, I think it is a great, great resource uh, as opposed to some of the others. All right, let's get started. We may not make it uh, through this next one because it's a little lengthy. Um, This is one of my favorite websites and Karen has a different one. But these are financial websites that you can play around with numbers um, and my Number two and number three websites kind of go together, financial and budgeting. Um, Karen, I asked Karen for her recommendation on a mortgage calculator website, and she likes mycalculators.com. I like it because it is, did you go to the website? I did, right? It it is like, it's super generic, super easy. And like the clients I I was just meeting with, they were like, well, what if we did an extra $50 a month, you know, starting in whatever random month? And I mean... It just, it's an easy flow. So I, I tend to direct my clients to that one. So that's cool. And so, yeah, I went to the website and I was looking around on it. And it's got loan calculators, savings calculators, 401k calculators. Um, my favorite one, have you looked at this? It has a calculator that will determine how much mulch you need for your yard. No, I haven't. I swear, yeah. If you go to miscellaneous calculators and then there's a landscape calculator. And it asks you, like, how, what's the square footage of the area you need to cover, how deep you want the mulch, and then mulch is measured, measured in yards. And so it tells you how many yards of mulch that you need. I know, it's crazy, isn't it, right? I'll have to check yeah, that out. <laughs> so check that out. But then I was oh like, gosh. well, now how come there isn't, like, a recipe calculator or something? They should have a recipe for, like, adjusting recipes or something. They should. Right? Because it's got all these really cool That is hilarious. I've never even paid attention to the other calculators that they have on that site. I always go to the mortgage loan calculator. Well, myopic in the whole, and like, I'm just going to mortgage and nothing else. Yes. Well, now it's mortgage and mulch. There we go. We're full service. So that's Karen's pick, uh, and I like it. I do like, I think it is a little bit easier to navigate. Um, I also like bankrate.com, and the reason I like bankrate.com is that there are literally 17,000 different mortgage calculators that can calculate different things. So if you're that kind of person who likes to have all of those options, there's a very simple uh, mortgage calculator. I feel like I'm saying calculator. I think you may have on that I last one. I, <laughs> I typed the word calculator like 16 
times this morning and like it's it's a tough one to type my fingers don't flow on it but anyways so if you go to uh, bankrate.com you go under the financial planning tab at the top and then calculators uh, under the mortgage calculator you will find a million different ones there's APR calculators there's one that'll help you compare 15 year to 30 year Um, bi-weekly payments rent versus buy this was my favorite one and it turned out to be really disappointing actually the opinionated mortgage calculator that's like listed here where is it? And what is what is the opinionated? Oh, here it is. And yeah. so you put in like your terms, and then it kind of gives you its its opinion. It's, opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's really kind of stupid. It's like just make sure you're not getting an adjustable rate. I mean, it just kind of sounds like somebody's big sister, you know, or something. Oh Say just make sure that you understand all your payments or something. So it was actually really nice. It wasn't like nasty opinionated. It wasn't like you're so stupid. There's um, different arm calculators that I talked about this a few weeks ago. The additional payment, which is what you talked about too. If I did fifty dollars extra a month, what would that do? So get to know one of these sites and demand to understand, take charge of understanding uh, your numbers uh, because you're the one that has to live with them, not the mortgage broker. You're the one that has to make that payment every month. Um, As an aside, uh, a similar number, I had uh, just an incident this weekend with a client that was buying a home and using an out-of-town lender. And the buyer knew that something was off about the numbers, but wasn't quite sure what it was. And I was like, well, send me your paperwork and let me, t- let me take a look. And it turns out that the lender was collecting more than twice what was needed to cover the property taxes. Yeah. And it was making his payment about $300 a month higher. Was this an out-of-town lender or out-of-state lender? Out-of-state. That. Because yeah, you know how we pay our taxes right. in Indiana and arrears. Yeah. So he was ending up with a payment that was $300 a month higher than it needed to be. And we tried to explain it to the lender and they just didn't care. Uh, honestly, they were just like, that's all there is. That, that's it. Was Whatever. So we switched lenders. Yay. But my point is that I think having some of these calculators would help um, buyers understand those numbers a little bit more. It can be a little bit confusing when you look at them. So using the calculators and using the other resources at hand uh, will definitely help you do that. So... Um, before we go to break, I have one one thing I wanted to throw in, in here real quick. And I just wanted to mention to people, if you're planning on buying or selling a home, a lot of people just don't even know where to start. Um, so obviously, I think you've made a great first step by tuning into this show. Uh, and I just want to remind you that you can check out archived episodes on a huge range of topics, including like buying a condo, which happens to be one of our hottest shows. I don't know why, but that's cool. Uh, what you need to know about disclosing if someone died in your house or if your house is haunted. That's my favorite show. Uh, so that's your first stop. Your second stop to buying or selling a home should be finding a great realtor to hire, uh, one that's working for you and not necessarily the other side. And I can help with that too. Um, I've got this nationwide network of realtors, so I can make sure that I match you up with the right one and a really good fit. So just go to my website. It's realrealestatetoday.com. You click on the start here that's on the left side. Just answer a few simple questions and you'll be off and running. We'll contact you and uh, and start to work on finding you a great match for a realtor. Um, Real Real Estate Today should always be your first stop for smart real estate. We will be right back after this break. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. 
Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. Attention. If you're a parent, educator, social worker, or civic or religious leader, the most important program you'll hear this week is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Host Opal Singleton and her guest show how our children and others are being dangerously lured by predators through the dark web, social media apps, and games. Beyond that, the program looks at trends in human trafficking and more. You'll never think of the Internet the same way again. Listen Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at RealRealEstateToday.com. That's Deb at RealRealEstateToday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. Uh, We are talking today. I was just looking over my notes and I thought, gosh, we might actually make it through the show today. And then I got a little worried that maybe I don't have enough. When I was first starting this show, I kept talking to Winston, the executive producer. He came by and visited today. He's in town from Phoenix and uh, with the baby. Um, but anyways, I was always like, my biggest fear is that I'm going to run out of things to say and there's going to be like 15 minutes left in the show and I'm just going to be like staring at the you wall know, telling th- knock-knock jokes. I think we think that, but I don't think that it's would ever not, happen. It has not <laughs> happened yet. But I had a moment as we were coming back from break. I thought, I don't know. We're already on number three and we're halfway through the show. That's pretty said okay so back at it we are talking about deb's top 10 websites that you should have as part of your arsenal uh your toolkit if you will did you see the giant backpack backpack picture on facebook you know you were saying i don't like pictures i don't like to have pictures taken of me and that is very true my mother will attest to that i abhor having pictures taken of me but there's one picture of me that i really really with like the huge backpack. with the giant huge backpack yes. that was taken every we go to maine every year and it, we always stop at the ll bean headquarters in freeport maine and that happened to be there one year and we were hysterically laughing taking this picture and it's just so you can tell i was kind of laughing while i was taking the picture anyways so we always joke that's my t- giant tool bag like my backpack full of full of real estate tools so here are 10 of them. Now we will definitely won't make it to our <laughs> list of 10. Okay. Number three. So we talked about the bankrate.com uh, or mycalculators.com to understand some of the financial sides of the mortgage uh, and the purchasing. Um, but mint.com is a w- great website for budgeting. I read a lot of really good things. Now, I'm a little old school. This is probably a little bit more for the millennials because this Karen and I were talking about this before the show. We were both like, I don't know. It's a free app. 
and it's got some really cool stuff. And I'll have um, Rachel put up a link to a, a review from Nerd Wallet, which is a website I like. That's because they quote me sometimes. Um, the Mint.com is brought to you by Intuit and uh, Quicken, um, you know, so reliable names and budgeting. Uh, and again, it's free. But what makes it kind of cool to the young folk and kind of scary to us older folk is that you link it up to all of your credit cards and bank accounts and then it just pulls in all of that data and then it analyzes that data for you um, so it, it'll tell you you know how much you're spending in each category um, whether it's groceries or you're dining out or I don't know what I was gonna say this is like bank accounts as well yeah because I will say my bank my local bank that is part of their online service there is a pie graph yeah. that shows based on my debit card usage right. like how much is going right. to food, entertainment. Right. And my credit cards do that. But yeah. I think what this does is it pulls to all the different, you know, your credit cards and your debit cards and everything else. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it'll also make recommendations on investing and 401ks. And uh, it even says that it will make recommendations on how much you should be spending. So it sounds like <laughs> an opinionated. <laughs> it says you spent an too much at the bar last weekend. Calculated. Okay. You need to buy beer by the bucket and not individually. It's a better deal, right? So I just, but it's got a lot of really good reviews and there are a lot of other budget terms out there. I think that some of, like I said, I, I'm a little uncomfortable with it pulling, having that link and access to all of my, I don't even do like, uh, automated bill pay. You don't? No. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't do bill pay, but I, I pay mortgage. everything. I pay online. I pay online. But I physically go in and make the payment. Yes. I don't want an automatic withdrawal. Correct. That's how I am too. Okay. So yeah, parallel universe yeah. is here. Absolutely. Right. No, I don't, I don't do the bill pay, but my sister does. Yeah. And I, that's weird I'm to like, me. I don't want somebody to just pull money out of my account without me every time saying, yes, you may. Well, you can stop it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you have the controls to do mm-hmm. that. You just have, have you to ever remember. tried? You sign up for something accidentally, and it starts charging you monthly, and then you try and stop it, and no. Mm-mm. So, but I wanted to talk a little bit because you may not know this out there in listener world, but Karen's husband Tony, hey Tony, is probably one of the greatest budgeters in the world. This is your opportunity to really. Oh, I absolutely always always talk about his uh, mad skills when it comes to our household budget. But he's a lot like us. We're not going to link all of our stuff together with a free app. So talk to us a little bit about what he does for those of us who aren't aren't millennials. Very old school. (laughs) Uses an Excel spreadsheet. We've got our checking and savings balances there. Uh, We do keep some separate accounts just because I use my debit card all the time Mm -hmm. and he's a cash guy. But there's a column for everything. A column for my oil changes, a column for the yard work, miscellaneous, entertainment, vacation, all of that, and utilities, and, you know, each of the kids. I mean, it's every, it's everything. Um, so do you bring him your receipts and then he inputs the receipts? No, because he is seeing all of my transactions oh. through online banking. So he likes to use the debit card because then he can see that. He can see what it is and he may, it may be pending. So he may see the dollar amount mm-hmm. and he'll want to know if it's a work-related expense because right. I have a column for that. Right. Um, or if it was personal use or whatever. But normally all of my debit card transactions um, aren't for personal use. I pull cash out for that. Okay. Yeah. I'm on a budget. Interesting. And I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. I, I kind of wish that I was a little bit more, you know, that discipline because I do think that in the long run, um, 
you guys are going to be looking at the rest of us and laughing at us. I don't think so. I don't think you're not like <laughs> I don't think you're like that. But I think it's hard, especially um, in our world where we're commissioned. Yeah. So we kind of we don't know what our income is going to be, but we need to have a good baseline to get there. So right. Mint.com and other things like that, I'm sure would be helpful for right. these right. younger I have this future like, homeowners. Really distant memory from probably my gosh, I mean, 25 years ago, of attending some family reunion, and there was some cousin there that I had never met before. I'm very, uh, my grandparents had lots of siblings, but I didn't grow up around them, so I don't really know them. But anyways, one of them was complaining that her husband had just gotten into this newfangled computer budgeting thing, right? I mean, this is, you know, way back when computers had just come out, and that she was lamenting that the fact that she couldn't buy toothpaste at the grocery store anymore, that she had to buy toothpaste at the drugstore because she couldn't, like, combine categories. It just messed up the whole <laughs> system, you know. It was like that goes in the, the drugstore category or the personal whatever right. category. And so I think yeah. to me, like, that's the memory that sticks with me. And I'm like, oh, budgeting is too complicated. Yeah. I need to be able to get toothpaste when I need to Yes, when I met my husband, I'm like, there are so many dang columns on this. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to... What was your orientation process? But my role isn't to know how all those numbers got there. Mm -hmm. It's if we need to add a separate column because there's something new. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but we budget down to everything. How many brokers opens I do and pay for. Because a lot of that is out of my own pocket. Right. Right. Well, and here's the best part. That you left out. Oh, the the monthly budget meeting? You knew it. They have monthly budget meetings at her house. Yes. Now, do those get catered or they're bagels? Um, no, there's like usually a glass of wine for me yes. and a glass of bourbon for him. Okay. And it's about, it depends on the month, but it could be like an hour, but it's in the first week of each month. <laughs> I may have to like observe. I have Ooh, had we Facebook Live that. We'll give you notice and you can do your hair. Maybe. But I have had, uh, I've had people ask for his spreadsheet. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just so they can kind of see it. But yeah. yeah, we do. It's like year after year after year. So it's That's all. awesome. Yeah. It's all in there. I love you. That's awesome. Well, I love my husband for doing it. Exactly. Thanks, Tony. All right. Uh, let's talk about a couple of local uh, websites. One of my favorites, and, and I don't, I can't tell you, again, this is a local thing, but is your local county records um, and specifically your GIS or your, ge- what is it, geographic information systems. Um, around here, we call it, you know, the GIS. Um, and it is a, a local county website that has all these online resources where you can pull up property information. Such a valuable resource for um, home buyers and sellers and realtors. I think that I use that website daily. Yep. We have a brand new one. Have you checked it out? Yes, I was writing that. Yes, yeah. I know. Elevate. You. Yep. So our company, our local company, they actually service a lot of Indiana. It's 39 Degrees, owned by uh, the very nice Chris Wells. And uh, I don't remember his partner's name. But anyways, shout out to uh, the guys at 39 Degrees. Um, they do a great job. And just June 1st, we rolled out a new uh, version of the county GIS. It can show approximate property lines. Not exact, but it kind of gives you, like, the shape of the property. So as a realtor, it's one of the questions we always get when you know, we're looking at a house. Well, I wonder where how far back into the woods it goes. And it gives us a general idea of that they have um phone apps so we can be at the house pull up the app on the phone and boom it shows it as opposed to like google earth my dad's favorite website is google earth 
but that doesn't show you property lines, so it doesn't really help. So it gives you that information. It gives you property taxes, what exemptions they have on the property if you're in a state that has property tax exemptions, uh, what the assessed value of the property is. Remember, assessed value is different than an appraised value. It's different than a sale value. Uh, it's just what the assessor is deeming it worth. Uh, the history, it can show past transfers, property transfers. Sometimes you'll luck out and get a little bit of inf- information about what the previous owners paid for it. Uh, one of my favorite uses of this program is who are the neighbors? Not to be nosy, but like a lot of times you're like, okay, it backs up to this giant parcel of land. What is that land? And it's the easiest go-to to look at who owns that land. Is it a big corporation? Is it an individual who's been in the family for 100 years? What's it zoned? Mm-hmm. Like all that information. It also has, like I have this giant, gorgeous piece of parcel. It's the most beautiful piece of land uh, in, uh, in Monroe County for sale. 66 acres. Gorgeous. Um, but I'm able to go onto that website and actually like do some measurements and find some landmarks because it's hard when you're trying to sell 66 acres to give people an idea of what the boundaries are. So I can say, all right, if you walk up into the property and you go to this landmark, the property line is 100 mile, 100 feet past that. Right. You know, or 25 feet to the left kind of thing. So it gives some, you can do measurements, you can pull up um, the um, uh, elevation, you know, because I'm trying to... You can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but okay. You know, the elevation, the height of the land and all that great stuff. So there is a ton of good information. Um, I would imagine that most counties have something fairly similar. Um, You know, 39 degrees does a lot for Indiana, but we still have some surrounding counties that use their own system. So different systems, but pretty much a similar information. So figure out what that is. That is a great site to educate yourself about the property that you're buying. Uh, yeah, now we're definitely not going to make it through all 10. So we've got one more break to go and one more segment to go. So uh, be right back. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. 
but we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, we are back for our final segment. Uh, I I should have mentioned before, our first attempt to do Facebook Live was... um, Less than, less than perfect. It's because you didn't get you didn't send the memo out. And so. I didn't send the memo out. So okay, so it is there now. But you probably, if you went over to look at it, listening to the show live, you missed it because it got posted on my personal page and not my business page, Deb Tomorrow Realtor. But I shared it, so it's over there now. And so Karen, we're going to do this again next week, so you can do your hair and be ready. And we'll, no, we'll I would just at least have worn my hair differently. I don't know. You look pretty. I, we we have the faces for radio. We, I, I do. Anyways, okay, we got to keep talking. We have focus, yes. focus, focus. Okay, we are talking today about the 10, uh, Deb's top 10 uh, websites that you need to have in your arsenal. And we're going to talk just briefly about credit. I don't want to get too far into it because it is probably a show in and of itself. And we may even do this next week or within the next couple of weeks, we're going to do a show on credit. Uh, I may have to give Karen a little more notice because I'm going to be relying on her heavily since credit is really something that's more in her wheelhouse. But one of the websites you need to know is annualcreditreport.com. That's Karen's favorite, right? It is my favorite. Annualcreditreport.com where you can get your credit report free. Free. Don't ever pay for your credit report. You don't have to. However, you get uh, one, there are three credit bureaus. I don't want to go into all this detail. Okay, there's three credit bureaus, and you can pull one time every 12 months from each credit bureau. So if you pull from all three at once, then you're kind of done for 12 months with a free credit report. I did that the very first year, by the way. Whoops. Not even thinking. I'm like, yeah. oh, boom, boom, boom. And right. then I was like, yeah. yeah. No. So Karen recommends that you pull every four months from one credit bureau. Uh, that way you can kind of keep a revolving eye on your credit since things can can uh, pull so quickly or change so quickly. However, here's what's interesting. Uh, You don't get your credit score. That's not what this is about. It's about looking for the information on your report, making sure that there's not any errors. And uh, it will kind of give you, I think, some hints and suggestions on things you could do to improve your credit. But you typically do have to pay if you want your actual score, um, except that we have a lot of credit cards and things like that that give scores. So I'm not going to go into detail. But I did pull my credit because I wanted to be able to say, here's what happens. 55 pages. <laughs> 55 pages. Um, but it goes over things like what your open accounts are. It gives you a nice little graph of your debt by account type, which mine is quite comical because it's 98% mortgage debt and 2% revolving debt because I have one credit card I use every month and pay off and everything else is mortgage debt. Um, so I don't have anything else. I I took a walk down history uh, memory lane Um my oldest account is a Discover card I opened on September 23rd, 1991. Wow. Yeah, that's my, uh, when I was in college, my second year of college. Um, 
I don't even have any of those I had in college. No, yeah, Mm-mm. that's my old one, my continuous. Uh, uh, it goes over potentially negative, and then I have about a good 50 pages of open accounts, which for me, they're all mortgages, but each one's like, you know, five pages long. It shows your payment history and if your paying is agreed upon and what the balance is and all that good stuff. Uh, and then it goes on and talks about things that um, may impact your credit rating. It shows recent inquiries. Um, and it shows, this one was, I thought, really interesting. Uh, yeah, it's got an inquiry here from Karen. Checking my car- credit out, Karen. I was, yeah. I know. Make sure we're compatible. There you go. There you go, exactly. Um, there's a category that says inquiries that do not impact your credit rating. So these were credit, 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 credit inquiries that were done, not necessarily things that you asked to be done. So when you look at mine, a lot of them are, credit cards that do kind of inquiries it's called like a soft, soft pull imp- okay soft pull just to be like we think she might be a good credit risk is she yeah it looks pretty good let's now send her a credit card offer and so that's why I have a lot of those um, but I also found that a little disturbing I'm like whoa why are you pulling my credit I didn't tell you you could do that mm-hmm. uh, collections negative accounts personal information oh here's a fun fact personal information so it lists my formerly known as names so other names that I've had. Uh, so one is a maiden named Deborah E. Champ. Okay, get it. Dedora E. Toman. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to start calling you that. Let me it's, see this. It's not Deborah, it's Dedora. Dedora Toman. Toman. T O M A N. Dedora Toman. That is so my restaurant name now. When I go to a it restaurant is. and they want to know my name, table for Dedora. How do you spell that? It doesn't matter how you spell it. I, I'm Just writing guess. this down so I can remember this tomorrow. <sighs> so good stuff in the credit report. I highly recommend you do that, um, you know, and, uh, and keep an eye on that and make sure. Because if you do are wanting to get a mortgage and you come across an issue, it can take a little while to fix, even though pretty much everything is fixable. All right. Um, let's see. Number, I've lost track because I changed the order. Number six, I think, uh, website that you need to be visiting if you are looking for uh, thinking about buying a home. And that is, drumroll please, realrealestatetoday.com. I should probably make that number one. but um, And the reason for this is that there are some things that really only a realtor can help you with in terms of real estate. Not all of the answers are out there on the internet. I found this really good article. You know, 92% of us use the web during uh, uh, the home search process. But when the internet can be a good place to start looking, there are things that real estate agents or realtors know about the process that can't be found in any web browser. This article says that there's four at least. Uh, One is how to price a home. And we've talked a lot about value and determining value. And there are a lot of factors involved. It's just not a black and white process. Um, And so, you know, the demand in the neighborhood, the trend at that moment. I mean, the market can change in in a couple of weeks. It's the cereal analogy. Oh, God, let's not go back to that again. We won't, but that's... Deeming that a failure. But I'm going to keep working on that. (laughs) Well, we may have to do that uh, Facebook Live at some point with some cereal boxes. Okay. Okay. So how to price a home, I think, is something that only a realtor, really a live person not Zillow, 
Okay, only a live person can really help you with. Marketing offline is a huge thing. You know, I spent December and January of this year just putting people in houses together. Hey, you have a house to sell. Hey, you need to buy a house. Hey, you'd be a good fit. Let's put you together. Those houses never even made it online. I mean, I probably had five or six deals in a six-week period that that's all I was doing. So that offline marketing, networking with other realtors, keeping your ears open of what, especially in a seller's market, stuff that's coming on the market that hasn't hit yet, internet's not going to do that for you. Um, what's the key points in the process? That's someone helping you through finding home inspectors and negotiating inspections and helping you find a good lender. Like my one client that was using the out-of-state lender and that didn't work, you know, and I was helping him negotiate that process. The internet wasn't going to help him try to interpret, figure out what was wrong with his, you know, monthly payment kind of thing. And then how to negotiate because that's a very personal process um, and and understanding what the norms are for the market and that kind of thing. So definitely, how are we at the end of the show already? I had no idea that we were already there. I just turned my head and looked at the note and I was like, and we're done. Okay. I had a really good story about Facebook, uh, but we're going to... maybe cover these next week. We'll definitely put them online. Some other citydata.com, greatschools.org, houselogic.com, and then just Google. Stalking your buyer, your seller. I'm going to tell the story real quick. Uh, I had a a house, a client interested in a house that had been built six months prior to the house being on the market. We couldn't figure out why are they selling their house? It's only been six months. It's something up. And I asked the agent, but she didn't ever answer. So I went on and found the people on Facebook. And oh, yeah, it was really obvious what was going on, which was not a pretty relationship situation. There were a lot of accusations and nasty things flying around. It was like, okay, it's clear that's why they're selling now. So um, Google can be really, really uh, helpful. Just be careful if you're on the selling side what you're putting out there because we'll look for it. That's part of our job is to dig deep. So, all right. Well, gosh, that last segment felt like it was three minutes long. So I, it did. I don't want to happen there. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in today and uh, joining us on Facebook live. Be sure to follow me on Instagram as well. The puppies turn one tomorrow. So there'll be or no Thursday. So there'll be some good pictures. I've been trying to get back on Instagram and post puppy pictures who can resist. Um, and we will be back next week with more great information about smart home buying and uh, and as always, you can keep up with us on Facebook as well with Deb Tomorrow Realtor. So you have been listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Thanks for tuning in. We will talk again soon. Thank you for tuning in to Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets.